praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen, saints. God bless you tonight. Amen. Thank you for the viewers tonight on the line. We thank God because we are broadcasting um, live. Amen. And so we just want to uh, give a quick prayer. And we thank God for everybody on the line and, and those that are coming on the line and those that are we're having from these 19 countries around the world, and that's not including the United States of America. Uh, primarily, we're all over the place, um, especially in Seattle, Washington, um, Texas, Florida, Georgia, uh, Virginia. We shout out to everybody in America and the whole wide world. We thank God for the technology that God has allowed us to have. Uh, we thank God for everybody, amen, and uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and pray. Father, uh, we thank you tonight for your word. We thank you for the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. God, I ask you tonight to hide me um, behind the cross uh, in the name of Jesus. Father, hide me in a place that I cannot be found spiritually. Father, hide me so that the enemy can't stop me or block me or hinder me. Father, in the name of Jesus, for you are King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the existing one. You are God all by himself. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ himself. We thank you, God, that you died on the cross just for us. We thank you that you rose up on the third day with all power, for all power belongs to you. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. No matter what's going on, we depend only on you. We bind the adversary, every imp, every devil of every level. We come against everything above the earth, in the earth, or below the earth. We come against every uh, every spirit not like God. In the name of Jesus, I stand as an oracle of who you are. We thank you right now, God, that our sons and our daughters shall be saved, that our grandchildren shall be saved. We bind the adversary in the name of Jesus and Satan. The Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus, and we tell you that spirit to go back to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus, and we pray, amen and amen. So we thank you, God. We thank you, everybody on the line tonight, amen, and we praying. Uh, we've been praying and talking to God um, because we just don't want a word, but we want um, amen. We want a right now word. We need a word that's going to change our lives, change our spirits, and change our minds, and live um, for um, uh, God alone. Amen. Um, I find I find that one of those things that um, as believers and those potential believers, that one thing Satan doesn't want the believers is to pray. Amen. So when we pray, God answers our prayers. When we pray and we're dedicated to him, the enemy the enemy gets upset. In fact, and the more we pray, the more we give the enemy a headache. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, man. He because he wants to stop our 
prayer life. He wants us to stop us from believing his word. He wants to stop us from trusting him. Amen. For when we cannot see, we cannot physically see God, we have to have by faith that believe that what he says is going to happen. Sometimes we go through a lot of fiery furnaces in our lives. We go through a lot of situations in our lives. Like Job. Job decided he was going to depend on God and all everything just broke loose. He lost all his children, his cattle, his, his houses, his chief, his servants, and everything. It looked like when we make up our minds to um, to live for Him and pray and fast and seek um, the face of God. That's when the enemy gets really busy. He doesn't mind when we don't have a consistent prayer life. He doesn't mind when we 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 we. And we do what we want to do and just say um, that that we're living for the Lord. It doesn't matter when we do all kinds of stuff, but then we still yet go and say that we represent who he is. But when we decide to um, uh, depend on him um, totally, um, um, he, uh, the enemy gets really upset. Amen. And um, even as I was speaking now, God just put me, uh, just told me to go uh, somewhere else. So, because I was going into Daniel. Amen. But for some reason, um, let's go on to another um, situation. Um, I'd like you to um, turn, amen, your Bibles, um, because I hear the Holy Spirit just telling me again. Um, 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 right back. I know we've gone here before, but tonight God just told me to go back um, to these scriptures again. So turn your Bibles to the book of Romans. Um, amen. Turn your Bibles to uh, the book of Romans. The book of Romans. Amen. Because I know every time we do this, we know that God's um, leading leading me um, for a reason, which means there's somebody out here um, this evening really, really, really uh, need this word uh, right now. So we're going to go, I tell you to go your Bible to the book of Romans. Amen. The book of Romans. Hallelujah. The book of Romans. Amen, amen. The book of Romans. And let's go back to the 12th chapter. Let's go back to Romans 12. Amen, amen, amen. Romans 12. Amen. Romans 12. Hallelujah. Um, the book of Romans was written by um, the Apostle Paul. Paul was the apostle that wherever he went, he turned the cities upside down. Paul was uh, ferocious and vicious, but when God changed his life. Amen. He did the same thing, but he did it in such a way 
upset him. He, he got upset, uh, the Jews upset him because um, they didn't understand this kind of kind of uh, preaching that he had. He was a skillful uh, word uh, person in the word. Um, he grew up knowing all the precepts and all the values and the teachings of the Jews, but he did not know who God was. And because he was very good in his word and he, he knew all, all the things, um, he took that word and he turned the world upside down um, to, to actually kill children and uh, uh, men and women. So um, that's why they were so um, afraid of him. And he went to the Jews and asked them for a letter so that he could go out and actually kill um, all these Jews and these people, not only Jews, but the, the believers, because he was against Christ. So that's when Paul was knocked down on the road of Damascus and said, Paul, why are you fighting against me? Or he says, what, how should you, why do you kick against the prick? In other words, Paul, why are you fighting me? And there are a lot of us believers or unbelievers. Um, they were all they're always fighting against what God's word, whether it's directly by challenging His word or by uh, indirectly just fighting against the people of God. Well, here Paul is in the twelfth chapter, and he was teaching them about living, becoming a living sacrifice. It's not just to put your money on the table when you go to church. It's not about just the jumping and the shouting. It's not a form of fashion. But he wants us to be a living epistle, a living word, a living sacrifice. Sacrifice means something that you um, you don't have to do it, but you're doing it because um, you love God. So here... Um, the Romans, he was telling them about for us believers to be a living sacrifice for his word. Because when you love God's word, you love him. And if you love him, you become the living sacrifice. And you do things according to the word of God. Not according of a ritual. Not because of it's Wednesday night or Thursday night. Not because of it's a holiday, not because it's a family reunion, but you do it because you do things unto God. Amen. So this is what he was telling him in the book of Romans and the 12th chapter, becoming a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice. If you can sacrifice to go spend a hundred dollars on a dress, how much uh, uh, sacrifice you can give as far as when you pray? When you go and buy a brand new car, that might be a sacrifice, but you really want that car. But you make up in your mind, in the Word of God, that you said, "I'm going to sacrifice my prayer life. I'm going to sacrifice." My, my fasting life. I'm going to sacrifice my life so that one day, once this body separates and goes to the ground, 
but the Spirit of God that lives in me now when I've given my life to Christ will one, one day end up in eternity with God. So that is a sacrifice. It's not about things. It's not about cars. It's not about taking people places. It's, it's, it's about your relationship, your, your, your talk, your communication with God. So when you have that communication with God himself, it teaches you how to talk to people. It teaches you how to um, 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 love on people. It teaches you um, um, to be like Christ so that when you look in the mirror, brothers and sisters, that you look in the mirror and you see Christ. You don't look in the mirror and you yourself. You don't look in your mirror and see I need that brand new car. You don't look in the mirror and because I need a vacation. But you look in the mirror and say, what does Christ want me to do? Because now I have become a living. I'm alive. Sacrifice. Because some people will only see you that represent Christ. Because unfortunately, there are a lot of people that have never stepped in a the the in the, in a church. Some people have never been in a service of healing. There's never been there's been people that are right now that are walking around uh, in America as other places in the world, but they have not seen the the, the Christ-like attitudes towards people. Okay, and then you cannot just go uh, around your brothers and sisters and be have that one kind of spirit. Um, but when you go somewhere else, or you get angry, or you get upset, um, the other spirit comes out. And that's why Paul says in his word, um, um, he says, "Has there is a warring in my members?" In other words. In my body, in my physical body, within me lies two spirits, a spirit of goodness and a spirit of hate. There's a spirit of love and a spirit of I'm just going to kill you because I don't like you. So there's a constantly members, whether you're in a store and deciding that um, I'm watching what I eat, but I go and at checkout, I buy, I see the candy bar and the body the body says, oh, I really like to have that candy bar. But the spirit says, no, you know you're a little overweight, so you have to. There is a warring in your members. Well, in the body itself, in the spirit, in the spirit of God, there will always be a war in your spirit. Whether it's physical, emotional, financial, there, there will always be a warring in your body as to do right or to do wrong. It is easy to do wrong. It is really easy to do wrong. But it takes love and dedication to do what's right. It is easy um, to lie, to cheat, to fornicate. But it is hard um, sometimes to do what is right. Again, because the body is warring against itself. And so we have to have, take on the spirit of God. So when we take on the spirit of God, that even though it is a warring in your members, 
good always overrules bad. Amen. Now, uh, uh, this is Romans 12 and 2. And right now I'm reading the Life Application Bible. All right. Romans 12 and 1. Therefore, brothers, by the mercies, mercies, mercies means that that you don't have to do certain things, but you do it because of the grace of God. Therefore, brother, by the mercies or the grace of God, I urge you, I push you um, to present your bodies, physical bodies, okay, not doing wrong, not drinking, not smoking, not fornicating, not cheating, nor lying. He says, but I urge you, your bodies, as a living sacrifice. The greatest sacrifice was ever made was through Jesus Christ. That when he uh, sacrificed himself, he didn't have to just sit there and let them... Beat him till he un, he's unrecognizable. He didn't have to uh, allow them to put him on the cross. He didn't have to do anything, but it was a sacrifice for all of us today. So he had a sacrifice. Then he said holy. Holy means blameless. Okay? Holy and pleasing to God. Then he says this, Paul says this, for this is your spiritual worship. Your spiritual worship. Now, King James Version says this, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, he's talking to the church, he's talking to his members, his people, that he's teaching by the mercies, by the mercies. Greek word, okanos, means the tender compassion here. So we have to be compassionate. And the word tender means soft. You can't be so harsh. Paul says, don't be so harsh and so mean-spirited, cantankerous, unruly, just, just being spirited. He says, he says, he says, but I, Paul, beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy. You didn't deserve it. But I'm going to do it for you. By the mercies of God, that ye present yourself, your bodies, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. It is reasonable. It is we ought to have the, the, a service unto God. 
Every time we wake up in the morning, God, pray, God, put me in somebody's path that I can make a difference. Put me in a path that I can show a kind word. Put me in a path that they see the light in me. Put me in a path that, God, that I am a representative of who you are. Not the big I and little you, but the big I in me ought to be in Christ. Okay? Not, it's your least you can do for God. When you now said, I am in his army, it's almost like when you join the, a natural army. The first thing they do in a natural army, the United States of America, the army, whether it's army, the Air Force, the Navy, or anything, the first thing they do to you is when you go into the military, the first thing they do is they cut off all your hair. The first day you get in there, actually the first thing you do is when you get off that bus, okay, you have a bunch of uh, people running out, uh, jumping and screaming and, and, and hollering and saying things like, I am your mama, I am your daddy, I am your all in all, you will do what I tell you, Sue. I am in charge because now I'm going to train you in the way that the United States America Army wants you to be, that we are one soldier, we are one unit, we are one command, and we only answer to the sergeants. The, the leaders, the lieutenants, the commanders, you have to fall in line in your position. And when you come out, you come in with your regular clothes. But they go and they give you your clothes. They issue out your clothes. And so if you're Cliff, you're a big guy, you have to get pants. You've got big boy pants on. You get large pants. But if you're a smaller guy, so they get clothes and they put them towards you as to what you represent, who you are, okay? Then they go and tell you to go in, they cut everybody's hair off. And they take, they cut everybody's hair off, now the males, so that they all what? Look alike. All the haircuts cut off. So you no longer believe individually. You become that one person because now you are becoming a reasonable service to the United States Army, Air Forces, or everybody else. Okay? Because now we are conforming into his image. We are conforming to the United States Air Force, Army, Marine Corps, Navy. You are conforming to what their rules are. Okay, which is your reasonable service. You have signed your name on the dotted line. You no belong to nobody else. You belong to the United States of America. So if he tell you to stand on one foot for the next 30 days, you'll stand on one foot for one, one, one day. You belong to the United States government. You're no longer John Brown. But your first class or, or first uh, PFC, you belong to the United States of America. So in his reasonable service, you have become a sacrificial offering to the government. But in the army of God, you are now becoming a part of his army, which is now you belong to him.
You will dress like he tell you to dress. You will eat what he tell you to eat. You will go where he tell you to go. When he will tell you to go to bed, you will go to bed. You will get up when he tell you to get up because you belong to his army now. Okay? You are no longer who you are because the reasonable service, you now belong to Jesus Christ. And that's your reasonable service. You belong to him. You conform to the army. But in God, you conform your mind, your body, your heart, and your soul. Everything belongs to God when you become a part of this nation, the nation of believers. That's right. Verse 2 says this. Romans 12, verse 2. And be not conformed. Be ye not conformed to this world. Once you join Christ community, once you say you are giving your life to Christ. Once you said the sinner's prayer, Father, forgive me, etc., etc., you have now changed to a new army. Okay? You're new. Be not conformed to this world. But you have changed. You are transformed. Trans means I moved from one place to another place. I might have moved from Broad Street, which is the street number, and now I moved into another street, which might be Whitfield Street. You are now transforming your spiritual life. You are transforming a life, okay? But that life, it was not, it was a life in Christ. But you are now are transforming. You've you've taken a moving spiritual van, and the spiritual moving van is now moving into another place. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We cannot continue to say, um, who we are without changing our address within the body of Christ. Okay. We cannot do that. And not, I mean, it's like, okay, when you, when you first really give your life to Christ. Now, some of us have gotten, been, uh, saved and then we backslid. Now that's a whole nother thing. Okay. But right now, Paul's talking about we have to make a change, okay? We have to change our, our mindset, what we read, what we think, what we say, where we go, okay? Because if you give your life to Christ tonight, say, for example, and your buddy comes by the next day and says, man, come on, go into the club, come go to the club with me, okay? And if you would say, oh, I'm not going, I'm, I'm not going because um, I've changed my life. 
Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to try to go and hang out with the Lord for a while. I'm, I want to get, get myself together because tomorrow is not, not promised to me. But if you say, I've given my life to Christ today, well, you know what? I did go to church last night, but you know what? Come on, I'll hang out with you for a little while. You're no longer being transformed. Trans means to move from one place to another. Be not conformed. Don't do the same thing. Stay in this world, but be ye transformed. I got to move. I got to change. My, my, my life has to change. My heart has to change. My soul has changed. My intellect must change. I got to change my ways. Okay? That's why sometimes you sit and you watch these scary movies on TV and then you wonder why you can't sleep for a couple of days or a lot of these things are that you watch on TV, it gets into your spirit, sometimes knowingly or sometimes unknowingly. So it, we must have a process of transforming our minds first. If our minds do not change, okay, our spiritual mind, okay, if it has not changed, a lot of times that's why a lot of people backslide because their spiritual mind, that mind that decides to connect with God once you've said the sinner's court prayer. So we have to transform. Trans means I move into another direction. I conform. I conform, I change my address, I change, uh, and how I do that, I renew your mind, I renew your mind. There's a TV show years ago I used to sit and watch for years, I won't say years, it's every now and then I'm just flip the channels. And this is the show called, I think it was called Jerry Springer. And some of the craziest stuff, um, this show, it was one of those wild shows, uh, the girlfriend's in love with the boyfriend while the boyfriend knows the, the another has a girlfriend and everybody's fighting on stage and, um, and, and this. But see, once you made up your mind that I'm changing my mind, I can I, I will watch Jerry Springer. I can't I can't sit and watch all kinds of stuff. Why? Because even though um I've changed my mind, all this stuff and all this garbage that you have entertained is it is sitting in your mind. So that's why we must transform. We must renew. We must move into another place. Because the enemy is sneaky. It's almost, it's almost like, have you ever walked past a um, soda machine? And it looks like that soda machine has this water, this soda dripping and saying to me, 
take me, take me, bye, I've got to have this soda. Okay. They say they call that subliminal messaging. Okay. So if I got your mind, you can go to church all you want to. If you got if you if I've got your mind, you can jump and shout and fall out. But your mind, that part of you that the enemy taps into, you can still go to church but not know Christ. Even though you might have spoken this. Um, while some people say, now repeat after me. No, don't repeat. No, let me tell you what. You've got to say in your heart, from your own mind, that, Lord, I want to change. I want to be like you. Help me one day at a time, if necessarily one second at a time. But, God, I really don't want to go to hell. Repent. I want to repent, and I want to be saved, and then I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And that's why you find a lot of people that do go to church every Sundays, especially both a while back. Now they don't do it as much. But that's why for a long time people could go to church on Saturday night and or go, go to clubbing on Saturday night or, or go and get a hotel room on Saturday night. Um, and then Sunday morning they go straight to church from the hotel. Because their spirit man has not been transformed. The spirit man has not been touched by God. You have not been sanctified. That's the word. The old people love that word. They call it sanctified. Sanctified means I'm cleansing. I'm going through a cleansing process. And that's why a lot of people can go to church, in church, do all kinds of things because they have not been sanctified and set apart, okay? Meaning I need to have a relationship with Christ, okay, so that I am now renewed and conformed into the image of God. I'm no longer Glenda. I'm no longer Jack. I'm no longer uh, Bethany. I'm no longer anybody else. But God, I belong to you. Be ye not conformed to this world. Don't act like you belong to the world. Don't talk like you belong to the world. Don't dress like you belong to the world. But be ye transformed. Be ye changed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind. Your mind. We have to have the mind of Christ. You say, well, what do you mean the the mind of Christ? In other words, what Christ tells us to do, that's what we do. Okay? Um, 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 We must be, um, present our bodies a living sacrifice unto God, unto God. What do you mean a living sacrifice? A living, you're alive, sacrifice unto God. I'm not going to do what the things I used to do. I'm not going to say the things I used to say. 
I ain't going to think about the things I used to do. I am no longer the same. The long, no longer the same thing. My body. I'm not going to take this body and do what I used to do. Whether it was drinking, whether it was getting high, whether it was fornicating, whether it was homosexuality. I'm not going to do what I used to do. This body is, uh, belongs to the Holy Spirit. Um, I will uh, make self acceptable to be to God. I will be like God as much as I can. It will be my reasonable service to do what God called me to do, and I will be transformed by Him and His in, in His image. So we have to take on the mind of Christ. Let this mind, which was in Christ, become in you. This mind that, like I say, watch porno, this mind was lusting men or after man or woman. This mind that would sit down and eat and eat and have a gluttonous spirit. This mind that gamble and slot lottery, this mind, uh, we have to be renewed by this mind. Amen. People say, why do you say you pick on the lottery? But the bottom line is the only place that you see in the Bible there was any gambling done was the fact that when Christ was on the cross, the soldiers were gambling to to know who was going to end up with parts of Jesus' garments. Okay. So, for this mind which is in Christ, which now becomes in us. That's what he says. The mind that ye may be true that is good and acceptable and perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That which is good. Which is acceptable. Perfect. The perfect will. So God wants us to walk in his perfect will. We are not perfect. Nobody on the earth is perfect. But he tells us to seek after that which is perfect. So I must seek after the perfection of Christ. Again, we must seek after the perfect will of God, that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's what he wants us to be. Perfect will of God. So, there's there's two kinds of wills. There's the perfect will of God, and there's permissive will of God. 
The perfect will of God, that means everything lines up in order to be what God wants us to have. Okay? The permissive will becomes sometimes we beg God, we beg God, we beg God, and eventually God gives it to us because that's what we want, but not what he wants for us. Okay? So the difference between your his perfect will, okay, as opposed to what you want, and he says, I just give it to you. The perfect will might be you're praying and praying and praying. And you said, God says to you, he says, God, I want a car. I'm going to car, I'm going to car. And then one day you say, I'm just I'm on the bus, and I get off. I said, just get off and go. Let me just go and look at the car and see how much it costs. And, of course, I've told this before, but I'll do it again. Then the, lot, then, then the car salesman says, come on, ma'am, let me see what we can do. No, I don't have any money. No, no, well, not right now. I'm just kind of looking. No, just come on, come on, come on. Let me just run your credit. No, 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 I don't know my credit. Come, come, come on, let's look. And they go and they, go and they sit down in the office, and then, the guy, the guy runs your credit. Says, "Ma'am, I don't know what you're thinking about because your car credit's fine." What? Okay. And then he says, "Well, well, well, you know, well, that's good." They said, "Well, you know, we'll hold on to that and we'll come back. I'll just get some money and set it aside, and I'll come back." And no, he says, "No." He says, "Now let me tell you what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to tell you what. You can write me a check for fifteen hundred dollars. I don't want you to cast. I won't cast the check." Until you tell me to cash the check. Your God's just working. That's God's perfect will. You didn't plan to go to the car lot. You definitely didn't know you had good credit. Because you know you, you figured your credit was tore up from the floor. In the meantime, the person saying, oh, well, I don't know, no, no. This is coming on 30 days. I'll hold your check for 30 days. and Or tell me when you got it. I'll put it through. I know your address. I know where you are, so we're not going to just, uh, I know you're not going to run away from the car because I know you have a job. Uh, this is the perfect will of God. Okay. Or you thought somebody was going to die, and the perfect will is that God says it's not time for you to die, so it's going to be all right. This is the perfect will of God. Okay. The perfect will. It says the perfect will of God. Well, your permissive will is the fact that, well, I don't have money for a new car. Maybe I'll go to the car lot. I'll just find me an old putt-putt to get around. And then, and maybe six months later, the car has died. And it didn't work any good. And just, just everything was, went the wrong way. But you decided that you were going to help God out. But ladies and gentlemen, God doesn't need help. Some of us help God, but God doesn't need help. The same God that created the universe can certainly work everything out for our good. When you are in the perfect will of God. Number three, for I say, Though the grace given unto me, which is grace, means unmerited favor. Grace means you didn't deserve it, 
but I did it anyhow. For I say unto thee, the grace given unto me, Paul speaking, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt with me, every man a measure of faith. God gives us all a measure of faith. Hebrews says this, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I don't see faith, but you have to believe faith. And every man is given a measure of faith. Some men have great faith. Some men have little faith. Some men have no faith. Okay? But the Bible says he gives us all a portion of faith. But when he talks about, um, he says to speak um, um, uh, sober-minded. Have you ever had these people, they're always talking about what I did. I had this. You did this. I had this. Um, I can do this. I, I, I. When you hear people talk about that, a lot of times when you're talking about themselves a lot, it, you have to, there is a delicate balance because sometimes the enemy will take you and make you believe that you are greater than God in their own way. So we have to be careful because the enemy will find a way to seep themselves into your spirit to the point that you don't know whether it's you or whether God, whether it's God. So, so we have to know um, for surety that we have to be conformed into his image. Because when I'm in his image, I don't think about me, okay, but I think about the God in me. When I, in his image, I don't think of myself first, but I think of others first. If I'm in his image, if I need to give you a ride because I'm his, in his image, even though I might not have the time, but in his image, I walk in the image of God, so I must help our brothers and our sisters. Because, again, that when we take on the spirit of God that say that we are built in his image, we must look like him spiritually, talk like him spiritually, act like him spiritually, pray like him spiritually, fast like him spiritually, because we must take on all the attributes of Christ. I cannot just pray and don't read my Bible. I can't just read my Bible and witness all day long. I cannot just witness all day long and watch not what I say, how I eat, how I live, because the whole body 
the whole spirit, the whole inner man should come subject to the will of God. Again, when we deal with the whole spirit of God within us, because God now is taking up residence in us. Once we give our lives to Christ, we are a new creature. Our mindset of right and wrong must be changed. Our thoughts must be changed. Our love walk must be changed. Our love talk must be changed. So you can talk one thing, you can live one thing. But is the same, is it the same part of you that exists? You can't tell me that you love me, but you don't do nothing for me. You cannot love me, but don't make sure you upset that I don't eat. You can't tell me you love me, but I can walk around with no clothes or no, no shoes, no place to live, no nothing. Love is an action word. Again, love is an action word. Love is an action word. So, love is what is not what it says, but love must be what it does. You can tell me you're coming to pick me up for church, but if you never show up to take to church, then you're saying what you're doing, but you're not doing what you're doing. Okay. Love is comes only through Christ. You can go to a club and you can dance all day long, all night long. You can get up and go to church and praise the Lord with them same lips, them same lips. But is that really love? Because you deliberately got dressed, you deliberately paid your money to get into the club, you deliberately sat there and drank all night long. You deliberately uh, got too late for church, and you deliberately went to church, half drunk, half tired, when you know that you said to yourself, this life, this body, this spirit is now changed. So we must follow the direction of God, according to this in Romans 12. Be ye not conformed. Don't be like the world. Don't talk like the world. Don't cuss like the world. Don't fornicate like the world. Don't lie like the world. Don't steal like the world. Be ye not conformed to this world, but ye transformed by the renew, re, me change. Renewing, renewing, constant, moving, renewing. I am renewing day by day. I am renewing night by night. I am renewing my mind, my body, and my spirit. Your mind. The mind, the mind. The mind is the most, is one of the most powerfulest things in this body, in your body. Do you know that if your, if your body 
does not tell you to move, you will never move unless somebody puts you in a wheelchair and moves you. Because the mind has to control the body. That's why when you see somebody paralyzed in a wheelchair, they have to be pushed around by somebody else because his the, the, the nerve endings in the brain is telling it you can no longer move. So the body, the legs have been lifted up and moved into the bed because there's a, you've lost the connection between the mind and the body. You've lost the connection between the mind and the legs. You've, connect, you've lost connection between the mind and the knees. You've connected. You are disconnected. But now he tells us again, be ye not conformed. Don't do like them. Don't act like them. Don't dress like them. I can't go to church looking like a hoochie, mama. I can't go to church with my, 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 my behind hanging, uh, all in the front row. You know you're dressed too short. And you know how they know they're too short? They know they're too short because you, they see they keep pulling it down. You ever go to church, you see these people with real short dresses and they keep pulling it? Why? Because spirit saying pull you down. Spirit said, now you know that's too short. You know, and the whole service, they're pulling that dress down or they're pulling and they're stripping and they're moving. Why? Because the spirit saying to you, you know, you know that's too short. You know you're wrong. You know you could have worn a pair of pants to, to church if you wanted to. And some women go to church just to seduce preachers. Yes, they do. Okay. Oh, no, don't think everybody in the church is, is saved. No, 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 no. Be ye not conformed to this world. I cannot be conformed to this world and do what I do, say what I say, cuss like conform fornicate, lie, cheat, do whatever you want, do right, do right by yourself, your family, and others, because at the end of the day, God knows what's in our hearts. He knows your hearts. So on that judgment time, when we have to stand before God, God has a list. He knows what we've done, what we've said, and if whether we repented, whether we lied, or we cheated, nothing, the Bible says this, that nothing hidden under the sun. So everything you've ever gone through in your life cannot be hidden from God. That's why he tells us to change. That's why he tells us to move. That's why he's telling us to renew your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. He ain't telling you to go and change somebody else's mind. He's telling you, if all of us would work on us, it's not time to work on everybody else. You work on you. I work on me. They, they pick work on them. Renew. Your mind. You. You. And you can be acceptable. And you can walk 
perfect in the work and the perfect will of God. Not your perfect will. But he's talking about the perfect will of God. And some people love the word the perfect, perfect, perfect. I'm not perfect. Now he tell you to be perfect. He's saying you walk in his perfect will. Because when I walk in his perfect will, I'm not going to do what I, what I want to do, what my flesh tells me to do. I don't say what my body wants me to say. I won't go where I want to go because I am not walking in my Glenda's will, but I am walking in God's perfect will. Because he gives us a choice. He gives us a choice in our salvation. He gives us a choice whether we want to do right or wrong. He gives us a choice because of his love, his unconditional love. When I walk in his will, and when I walk in his ways, and when I walk in his precepts, and I walk in his mindset, that I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that because I can be. Have you ever been around folks to provoke you? But I'm learning how to, and I say me, I'm learning how to just shut up, be quiet. Because when you see the enemy provoke you, when you you see the enemy will just look at you and laugh at you. You see the devil himself. But everything, the Bible says, what a man sows, that so he'll reap. We may not see it. We not know how. But if the word says so, it's going to be. Because there's nothing in this word, in this Bible, from the beginning of the book to the end of the book, is not true. Every word in this Bible is written under the unction of the Holy Spirit. And these are practical concepts that Paul's talking about. In other words, these are the Christian things that you ought to do according to God's principles. His principles. Not the house, not the car, not the land. Not not the millions of dollars, but can you live holy? Can you treat people right? Can you pray? And one of the things about the enemy is if I can stop you from praying, if you don't have a consistent, fervent prayer life, the enemy will take you down. If you don't have a consistent fervent, and I mean running after God's prayer life, the enemy will take you down. That's why you can see so many, a lot of these preachers um, that are caught uh, in terrible situations uh, with women and lying and cheating and stealing money. Why? Because the enemy, if you don't have a consistent, persistent, and you can know the word uh, back and forward simply because you can read the book. But do you have the spirit of God in you to say, no, don't say that. No, don't do that. No, stop lying. No, 
stop cheating because you can't get into heaven lying and cheating. You can't get into heaven off of doing all kinds of stuff. Holy, the Bible says holy, holy, sanctify, holy, acceptable, holy, fervent, holy, renewing your mind. Your physical body will go into the ground, but the spiritual part of you has a destination according to God's timetable. Okay? According to God's timetable. It says for everything, there is a season. But there is a season. Let's go with just one more word. Let's go down to same chapter, um, the 11th verse. 11th verse. Romans 12, 11. Not soulful. Paul saying, not soulful. I don't want you to be soulful. I don't want you to be slack. I don't want you wanting to be crazy. He says, but don't be soulful. In business. Are you going to be in business? Be fervent. If you're going to be business-like, do what you're supposed to. Handle your business. Um, pay your income tax. Do what you're going to do because you can't get away with nothing. Everybody uh, can get caught by doing stuff like that. It says, but be not slowful in business. A lot of people ask you, what's that scripture? There it is. He says, don't be slowful in business. Don't be sneaking and scamming. Because you can go to jail. Be not lawful in business, but be fervent. There's that word again. Be fervent. Okay? Maintain good points. Do stuff that is right. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. So I got, I can't be slowful, whether it's in business, whether it be in prayer, whether it's in fasting, whether it's in, in everything. We've got to run after God. Okay, run, 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 run. Almost like getting on a track and just running around. Okay, and you're on a, you're on a quarter mile track, which means you've got to go four, uh, four times around the track for you to make a mile. So we've got to be fervent in our prayer. We've got to fervent in our fasting. We've got a prayer life. Pray, fast, do things right, people. Stop lying. Stop cheating. Worry about your dress. You know what you know. You know what it looks like. You've got to be a rep- representative to Christ. But when I see Christ, I need you to see me. When I see Christ, uh, when you see in me, uh, I want to be like you. Why? Because I've seen you. I've watched you. I'll see how you act. I see how you dress. I see how you treat people. You can't be all dressed up and be nasty. You can't be all, 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 all haughty minded and mean. You can't treat people all kind of way. Because then, ladies and gentlemen, it will come back to bite you in your own butt. And that same person that you treated me, that same person might need to hand you a glass of water. Because God 
knows the way that we date. He knows. So we must, it says, I beseech you, I beg you, Paul saying, I beseech you, brethren, therefore by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. Don't act like the world. Don't talk like the world. Don't trust like the world. You tell God, let me be, 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 be different. Make me be like you want me to be. I don't want to be nobody else. You've never seen T.D. Jakes act like Juanita Bynum. You've never seen one of Juanita Bynum dress, uh, talk like Joyce Myers. We just to find out who you are and just do the best that you can do according to the Word of God. And let your light shine around everybody around you. You ought to be so anointed every time you walk in a room. The atmosphere changes. You ought to see, you ought to be so full of God that any, any pair you, any place you go, the atmosphere changes. Whether you're in a store shopping or in a mall or whether you're in a Walmart or whether you're in the grocery store, um, whether you're in a park, you, everywhere you go, the atmospheres ought to change because you change because that's what Christ did. Everywhere he went, the atmosphere changed. Everywhere he went, folks were healed, changed, delivered. Everywhere he went, uh, he, the life, the world behind him was changed. Why? Because he was an atmosphere changer. Repeat. Everywhere Christ went, he changed the atmosphere. Have you ever been in a place where the atmosphere just felt so heavy and uncomfortable and you just didn't know what it was? But when Christ steps in, in the spirit, the atmosphere changes. And all of a sudden there's a lifting in your spirit because somebody came in the door with the atmosphere that changes the universe. And when you walk in the in the realm of the Spirit, wherever you go, it is yours. It Bible says it is your coast. So in your coast, the atmosphere changes. Where Jesus went, atmosphere changes. Miracles changes. People got up. Uh, 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 everything changed because he was an atmosphere changer. Why? Because one he, we are not conforming to this world, but when the Christ in us steps up in us, then uh, there's a renewing in our minds, and the atmosphere in us should change now because we are now sealed with the Holy Ghost. Every time our life changes, our atmosphere should change. Every time the Holy Ghost in you is in the store, the atmosphere should change. People around you will come up and say stuff with a smile. Hi, ma'am. Can I help you? 
Because the atmosphere that you bring to the building changes. Well, it ought to be the same way in your prayer life. That when you step in the spirit of God, that you change the atmosphere through your prayer. Every time you start going on a fast, that the atmosphere change around you. That the same people that you work all of a sudden for some reason or another, they're even nicer to you. Why? Because the same uh, Spirit of God that's in you now will change the people around you, the things around you, the atmosphere around you, your friends around you are different because all of a sudden they just want to sit and hear your voice, not knowing it was just the God in you. And that only happens when... You are renewed in your mind because you now have taken on the mind, the spirit, and you are renewed in him. You are renewed in him. You, again, you are renewed in his spirit. So I challenge all of you on the sound of my voice that now you are renewed in his spirit. You're not renewed in your spirit. You, Your spirit ain't important. The outer man. But nothing runs, touches the outer man, but it must come from within. And from within God that is now taking up residence in you, you change everything. It is not by changing your physical clothes, but it's changing by the that the, the the inner manifestation of God in you. There's a radiation, there's a smile, there's a love, there's a love, there's a grace, there's just there's, there's something in you that oozes God in you. Why? When you take on a new, renewed Mind in God. And that's the God's mind. That's God's mind. Spiritual mind. For change in us. We can't be grumpy. We can't be mean. We can't get mad with somebody. Um, because you're supposed to be that light. You're supposed to be that city that sits on the hill. You're supposed to be that one that they look up to you because they say you represent Christ. And that word Christ means the anointed one. So the new, the anointed one in you has taken up residence. And when I've taken up the new residence in me, he's moved in me. So when I walk in the door, the Christ in me ought to radiate. I don't care where I go, but the Christ in me ought to radiate. The Christ in me should be renewed everywhere I go, simply because I walked in the building. Renewing our minds. And renewing our mindsets that I'm not going to be the same. And when you recognize that the enemy coming in, then what you need to do, stop Drop, get on the floor, get in the room, go in the bathroom, even on your job, and say, Lord, please renew my mind and my spirit so that my Christ in me ought to radiate around me.
whether you're working with children or whether you're working with adults, the bottom line is the Christ in us ought to radiate everywhere we go. Why? Because we've taken on a new mind. So tonight, when you get up in the morning, you pray, Lord, please give me a renewed mind and spirit that my life shall shine all day long, all night long. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. God, we thank you for the renewed mind. God, there's so many things going on in the world today. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. We thank you for Israel, God. God, I know that Israel and Palestine now are warring again. But, God, I don't know, according to your word, that this is a sign of the signs. We don't know if you're coming back sooner or later. But, God, we thank you. We praise you, God. We adore you, God. We magnify God. Teach us every day to be renewed by our mind. That we walk in love, kindness, tenderhearted. God, teach us to be tenderhearted. God, teach all us to be tenderhearted. God, fill us again with your power, your love, your compassion. God, teach us, God, to be emotionally, spiritually connected with God, not just only in a building, but in our homes, not just in our homes, but our personage, our spiritual walk with you, God. We thank you, God, right now in the name of Jesus. God, let that light, which is in Christ, be also in us. God, teach us to walk like you, talk like you, live like you, so that when we look in the mirror, God, we no longer want to see Glenda. We want to see Christ. We longer want to look and see in the mirror somebody else other than Jesus. Because, God, we know we are only in this place for a short time. But let us be the hope of glory. Hope, hope maketh not a shame, God. Help us to be what you want us to be. God, we cry out for you, God. We need you, God. We can't breathe without you, God. God, we thank you. Hallelujah, God. We thank you, God, for the second Adam, which is Jesus Christ himself. We thank you, God, that you lived on this earth for 33 years, and the miracles and the signs and the wonders, God. We thank you, God. God, in the name of Jesus, forgive us for our our wrong thoughts, our wrong mindsets. Forgive us, God, for everything that we see, we see, or we don't see. God, forgive us everything in our minds and our spirits. God, we don't want to die and go to hell because we did not repent. So we repent, God, for unseen things. We we repent for unseen thoughts. We repent for everything not like God in our lives in the name of Jesus. And we praise you, God. And we adore you, God. God, we can't make it without you, God. God, I can't, I can't breathe without you, God. 
I can't meditate without you, God. I can't do anything without you, God. God, I live on your mercy. I live on your mercy. I breathe on your mercy. Hallelujah, God. If had you not given me breath this morning, I would not be alive. And I tell you, thank you, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of God, save me. God, save the world again, again, and again, and again. God, we need you. This nation needs you. This virus, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the nation of India, God, that people are dying by the millions of God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. We spend Anamosa. We send the window the Holy Ghost to India, uh, India now, right now, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. Hallelujah, God. We praise you, God, in the name of Jesus. We cover in Africa, God, in the name of Jesus. I praise you in advance, God, because you know all about it, God. I thank you, God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. We beat back the forces of hell in the name of Jesus, because you have all power. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we praise you, God. We praise you, God, for another day, another second, another hour. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, we pray for the United States of America. Oh, God, from the north, the south, the east, and the west, God. Oh, God, wind, storms, rain, ice, whatever, God, is coming on in this nation, God. But Akatosha, God, cover us, God. Cover the saints, God. In the name of Jesus, you said, Akah, the same way the death angel walked to Egypt, you protected your people. So, God, we thank you now that we put the blood of Jesus over our hearts, our minds, and our spirits, God, in the name of Jesus. If there's anything in our heart not like you, God, we repent before you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Uh, God, we thank you, God. Special prayer for Raymond Austin and his family, God, and that our bereavement, God, in the name of Jesus, we praise you in advance, God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So we thank you, Brother Wood. I'm going to turn it over to the Apostle. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, God. We praise you, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, 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 Oh God, thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you for your blood, God. We thank you for dying on a cross, for God. We thank you, God. Oh God, for your mercy. According to you, was for your mercy, endure it forever, God. And so we thank you for your mercy. We thank you because you are God and you are in charge. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. 
We thank you that our children are filled by the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the God more than enough. We thank you by the blood, by the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. We thank you by the blood, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. We speak it now, the blood, the blood, the blood. God, millions of people in India are dying, God. We plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. God, you said the blood, you said, so when my people that are called by my name, that would humble themselves and pray, and pray and turn from the wicked ways. God, we turn it. We turn, and anyone's here, you said and you would turn, we turn. God, we speak a turning in the atmosphere, God. We speak a turning in the atmosphere. God, for our sons and our daughters, we speak a turning in the atmosphere, God. We speak a turning in the atmosphere, God. God, save our children. Save our grandchildren. Save our sons and daughters. Save our our brothers and sisters, save our, our in-laws, our outlaws, save God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, oh God, uh, God, we praise you, God. Uh, we praise you, we need you, we need you, we need you. Uh, God, if our mind don't function, our spirit don't matter, God. Uh, Oh, God, because we walk in a circle, God. And, God, we don't want to be like the children of Israel, God. Oh, God, that walk as a Moshe. Oh, God, in a circle, God. Not knowing their God. But we know you, God. In the pardon of our sins, God. In the name of Jesus. In the pardon of your sins. In the name of Jesus. We pray now that a mantle of prayer, God. We pray, God, a mantle, God, a covering of prayer, a prayer, God, a prayer, God, as you walk with Elijah, you walk with us, as you walk with Elijah, you shall walk with us, God, we thank you now, oh, God, by the blood of the Lamb, by the Lamb of God, that taketh away the sins of the world, we speak a double in the Holy Ghost, uh, we speak the wind of God. Uh, we speak in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh, God, you know about it. Uh, we come against war. In the name of Jesus. Uh, in the Middle East, uh, we come against war. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, from Israel. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, and Palestine, God. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, and if you don't stop it, God, uh, it only means... Uh, Oh, God, that you're coming back sooner than we think, God. In the name of Jesus, according to your word, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you for the blood. God, we thank you for the blood. There's the blood. There's the blood. God, I'm a I don't know whether you realize it, God. But Israel, and Pakistan, God, are now in a war for the last 10 days. Oh, God. And the word told us, God, that Israel, and Palestine, and Israel, and Syria, God, 
And they're all at war right now, huh? So we don't know, huh, whether God's on the way back, huh? But all I know, saints, uh, that we need to pray, huh? Ah, God, huh? In the name of Jesus, uh, they're digging ditches, huh? In India now, oh, God, huh? Oh, God, everywhere, huh? Thousands of people, huh? They're just burning them up, huh? Hallelujah, Because huh? they don't have no places, huh? To put them now, huh? God is on his way back, God, huh? The saints, God, huh? God is on his way back, huh? You just turn on the TV, huh? And you'll see God in Emoshaya. Oh, God, huh? Oh, God, and see the Emoshaya. And CNN, huh? You'll see Israel, huh? What kind of a war, huh? India, huh? War, huh? Oh, God, listen, is in the Mosiah, in Anamanso, in New York, they have refrigerated trucks, but India, they're just burning them up, all on the stakes, in the name of Jesus, the people are weeping in the streets, people are dying because there's no oxygen, oh, God, we don't know, but I believe, that God, huh? In the name of Jesus. Oh God. So God let our minds be renewed in you. Oh God. That we need a newer walk, a closer walk in the word of God. We thank you, God. That the word speaks a lot to us in the name of Jesus. Because when we yes, die, uh, we have a home to go home to. Because uh, it says, I don't And first yes. God, hallelujah. Yes. Let not your heart yes. be troubled. Yes. Family, uh, let yes. not your heart yes. be troubled. Children, yes. let not yes. your heart be troubled. Yes. Israel, yes. Uh, let not yes. your heart be troubled. Yes. India, yes. Uh, let not your yes. heart be troubled. Uh, yes. Think, uh, yes. Uh, let not your your heart be troubled, huh? Jamaica, huh? let not your heart be troubled, huh? Bahamas, huh? let not God be your heart be troubled, huh? Iran, Iraq, Israel, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the Holy Ghost, huh? oh God, thank you, huh? For the fire of God, huh? we speak the fire of God, huh? and alone God, huh? teach us to pray the more, huh? teach us to fast the more, huh? teach us to love you more, God, huh? in the name of Jesus. Huh? Jesus, we need you now. Huh? We need you now. Huh? Now, 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 Jesus, huh? I don't need a car. Huh? I don't need a house. Huh? I don't need money. Huh? But God, all I know huh? that I need you. Huh? I need the blood huh, that cover my heart. Huh? I need the blood huh, to cover my mind. Huh? I need the blood huh, in the name of Jesus. Huh? In the name of Jesus. Huh? Hallelujah, God. Huh? Hallelujah. Huh? Oh, the Bible says, oh, death, huh? where is your stand? Huh? Oh, God. Huh? That means, oh, death, huh? you can't do nothing huh, with my spirit. Huh? You might can touch my body, huh? but you you can't touch my spirit uh, when I'm wrapped up, uh, tied up uh, in the Holy Ghost. Uh, oh, God, uh, we thank you. Oh, God, uh, God, thank you. Oh, God, hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, 
Oh, Jesus, 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 uh, God save our children, God, uh, God, I save the save of God, uh, God save Frederick de la Cruz, God, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, oh, God, uh, I send my angels, God, uh, oh, God, trouble his waters, God, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, God save him, uh, I'm not talking about me, God save him, uh, Oh, God, save him, huh? And fill him, huh? Fill him with the Holy Ghost, huh? Fill him, huh? Till he feel the fire, huh? Fill him, huh? Till he can't save, huh? Fill him, huh? In the name of Jesus, huh? Save our children, huh? Save our grandchildren, huh? Save God, huh? Save, save, huh? Saved by his fire, huh? In the name of Jesus, huh? God, deliver us from us, God, huh? Save us, uh, deliver us from church, uh, deliver us, God, uh, oh, God, uh, deliver us from church attitudes, uh, save us, uh, God, save our spirit, man, uh, God, save my spirit, man, uh, save him, save him, uh, save me, uh, save me, uh, wash me spiritually, uh, hold me spiritually, uh, keep me spiritually, uh, Oh God, I need you, oh God, I need you, 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 I praise you, I glorify you, in the name of Jesus, God teach us how to pray, like Daniel, teach us, hallelujah, to cry out like Hannah, oh God, teach us to stand like Joshua, in the middle of the Osiah. Teach us, oh God, like Ezekiel, oh God, in the middle of the wheel, teach us, oh God, to stand like Moses and said, let my people go, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, oh God, we need you now. God, this nation needs you now. We need you now. Every spirit. Send me home every homosexual spirit, God. God, save them. God, they have sons and mothers and daughters are praying for them, God. God, save them, God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I come against the Kadoshaya. This gay spirit. Oh, God. God, you are in Osaya. God, you save this nation. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit. I rebuke every spirit sent out from Russia to attack this country. In the name of Jesus, I do the Mosiah. I send it back to the sender. Every spirit, oh God, not like God. I send it back to the sender. Oh God, seven times told. In the name of Jesus, 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 oh God, God, renew our minds, renew our spirits, God, because God, all we really need right now is you, all we really need is you, God, God, all we need is you, God. God, I can't make it without you, God. God, send them God, everybody on this podcast, God. God, save them and fill them with the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, fill them, God. Let them know you need them and I need you, God. In the name of Jesus. 
Oh, God. Some people being put out their homes, God. God, make a way for them. Some people losing their cars, God. God, make a way from them, God. God, make a way those that don't have food to eat tomorrow, God. Oh, God, miracles, God. God, feed the hungry, God. Oh, God, feed them, feed them, feed them, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And we praise you because you know you are God. You are Elohim. You are God more than enough. You are El Shaddai. You spoke the world into existence. And before there was the world, you were still God. So we thank you. And we praise you because you know what we need. Before we need it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. To anyone that wants to place a word of empowerment amen, on today that are listening live. Amen. And for those who are calling in on the line. Amen. Amen. Tonight. Hallelujah. We just thank God for what he is doing. Amen. Amen. On tonight. Amen. So we're turning the floor over. Amen. Anyone that want to leave a comment on tonight or a word of empowerment on tonight. Amen. To share. Amen. Throughout the nation. Amen. On tonight. God bless you. Amen. Yes, this is, this is Maddie Brown. Yes, ma'am. Been listening, and it's just been awesome just praying with y'all. Amen. It's been awesome prayer. Amen. 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 Is anybody out here that that has a special prayer? We can take before God. If there's anything that you need or you desire to speak now, whatever it is, we can believe God that whatever you need. Whatever you need, and the word is not desire, but what you need. There's a difference between a need and a want. You might need a new, might might want a new car, but you might need food to eat. So there's a difference between a need and a want. Yeah. Okay. So if there's anybody that wants, that's your prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just asking God to um to deliver me from these uh, spiritual attacks that I go Amen. through here. Amen. <laughs> Father, Father, I Father, we thank you now. We thank you for her request. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover her. We cover her today with a mantle of prayer. Just as the prophet Elijah walked in a mantle of prayer, as Elijah followed him to his last days, as he stood and waited for him to be taken away, we speak. Maddie, in that in that chair that you that 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 favorite place in your place. Where you go to pray. Yes. There's some places in your house that you love to pray. But God said that yes. one special place that you feel led the most of the time to pray 
God says, I'm posting an angel. Even for that grass looking out where you live in your back door. God says, I'm covering a giant. I see him now. There is an angel. Right in your glass, that glass door area. I see an angel. And he is real tall. He's at least 10, 12 feet tall. And that's why sometimes you will just go right to that glass window and just look at it sometimes and you just feel the peace of God because I planted that angel right there. Thank you, God. God said to tell you that he he has put he he you're going to have to go through warfare simply because of the anointing in your life. You're a woman that's in a wheelchair, but you are still witnessing to people. You are bringing people into your house and having Bible studies. You are doing so much in the communities. In fact, you are doing so much in, in the community, and you don't walk. But God says that the anointing that rests on you is there forever. Sometimes we feel moments of loneliness and decision. But God says he has never left you. He will never leave you. And you will have that ministry. God say he's going to give you favor. So you won't be in that having a ministry only in your house. He says, but uh, God says, I'm giving favor to you. I'm giving you favor. God said, favor is not fair. And God says, favor you don't have to look for. He said, but favor will just walk right. You will walk into favor. You will walk into favor. Because you said, God, I want to do a good work. I want to, I want to do a good work. You said, God, it's not about me. It's about the people around me. They think I'm crippled. But they're more crippled because they don't know Christ. But I'm going to bring them to you, to minister to you with sincerity. God said, you, most of the people that are following you right now sincerely can't figure out how you have so much love in your heart. One for God and two for them. And even the children that are around you in your Bible study, they are sincere from the heart of God. You are raising a nation. Of children, spiritual children, said, yes, I've protected you and I shall continue to protect you. But it is the enemy's job to attack. But they won't prosper. They won't grow. The enemy's angry. But that's his job. But I will protect you because I'm God. I'm God. I am God. I am God. Favor. Thank you, God. Favor ain't favor. Favor ain't fair. But favor is just favor. 
See, even sometimes you go out your apartment and you go down to to take out your garbage. He said some people just watch you and they can't understand you. He said, but God is not God favors not favor, but I got everything under control. He said, even with your landlord, he's some of those people in the office that just can't figure out that you look so happy all the time. Even sometimes when you meet them, when you open the, when they open the, the 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 elevator door, and you say stuff like, "Well, God bless you," because you're planting seeds in the ground, even at the elevator door. Hallelujah! But God says, "I got you under control. Don't worry about it, and I'm making a way out of no way." In every aspect of your life, financially, socially, economically. He says, your last days will be your greater days. He said, you think, you think you've been blessed before, but some people are going to be blessed in a famine. And God says, you're going to be blessed in a famine like never before. Don't be surprised. You get some new furniture and somebody just brought it for you. Don't be surprised what God's getting ready to do by the end of this year, God says. By the end of this year, Paul's going to start blessing you and blessing you and blessing you. And I don't know what your daughter has planned for you, but I think they have something planned for you that don't know about. Mm-hmm. My God. Because if you just continue to do the good work that you've been doing. Because I got a plan for you. And you won't leave here until the plan is complete. And that's what you've been praying. God, I want to finish my assignment. That's exactly what he said. You yes. say yes. all the time. God, yes. I want to finish my assignment. I don't want nobody else's assignment, but I want to finish my assignment. So God doesn't deal with us by age. He deals with us by assignment. When your assignment is up, you're gone. But if your assignment's not up, they can't, they can't do nothing to you. They can pray against you or aggravate you or hurt your feelings. But that's the bottom line. It's just a hurt. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, they can't do nothing without you. Can't do that with God. There's nothing too hard for God according to the Word of God. Nothing. And you just continue to just put all, all, uh, um, doorknobs and things like that. Uh, God said, just continue to do what you've been doing. Cause I got, I got everything under control. Amen. My God, my God. Amen. Hallelujah.
Father, we thank yes. you on tonight, oh God, that she's a vessel, amen, that is amen. by you and only you. We thank you, oh God, that she is a, mouth, a walking mouthpiece. We thank you, oh God, double so for our vibration. Father, oh God, is the desire that is leaning on her behalf on tonight. Father, you begin to grant it because her desire is greater than the four woes. Father, we thank you, God, that she is a prophet of the nation, not just a prophet of the United States, but she is a prophet of the nation. And we thank you, Jesus, for the nation. Thank you, oh God, for this opportunity, oh God, that we're standing in your presence, that we're continuing to walk in your presence. We thank you, oh God, on tonight as we release this platform and release, oh God, and our soul, a soul that was such, a soul that has repented. A soul of my God, we thank you, O God, that we are reaching the nation. We are reaching 18 countries. We are reaching our Thank you, Lord. Why? Because God is humble and because she is a humble servant to God. God is able to give her desire because of a need We thank you, oh God, for opening up the door of our finances. Open up the door of our finances, oh God, of our finances. Open up the door of our finances. Now, I love those things. We're not prophesying to find out about the last thing. We're prophesying that there's a need, oh God. You said in the word, it's coming to me.
to follow us and we can follow us on YouTube, follow us on we are on Telescope TV, follow us um on Facebook. Follow us. Follow, follow. Amen. Not just to follow, but share the word. Amen. Follow sure. us on Eagle Life um, Restoration Ministry page. Follow us. Amen. So we can have the tools so we can continue to spread the gospel. Amen. Continue to spread out the 19 nations that God has allowed us to open. There's something specific about 19 and 19 when 9 plus 1 is 10, when you talk about 10, it speaks about the heavenly. Amen. Something about the number 10 in man speaks about the heavenly. Amen. If you break it down two times, it represents three. So in the heavenly, God is presenting his grace. Amen. Among us going today, among the people, amen, that are going through what they're going through. Among the ones that know they need to repeat. Just because we are in a distance of grace does not mean we take it for granted. And this is the reason and the time to do it now, including leaders yes. to repent. We thank you. Yes. God, we thank you. And Father, we thank you as we close out tonight. Amen. We are turning back over to the prophet. If you want to have any more last remarks, amen, before we close out the podcast on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Praise Lord, we thank God for the word tonight. And we thank you for his infinite power. And so as y'all have a wonderful evening, God bless, try to find some people, uh, say next week or whatever. So just invite somebody, just call them and say, hey, give me this number and just, just listen to the word tonight. So we thank God what we're going to do for what we're going to do. And we praise God. Thank you for, um, um, evangelist, um, thank you for for joining us tonight. I'll call you Pastor Maddie, but <laughs> God bless you for the word. Well, y'all, let's have a good night, y'all. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.